service, the psalmist David says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. He says, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We have come to lift up the name of Jesus today. There's power in the name of Jesus. We want to exalt his name. We want to brag about what the Lord is doing for us as a community. No matter what's happening in our world with this global pandemic, we know that God is still sovereign. We know that God is still Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. We know that he is still Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals and the God who is able to restore. And so today, there's a word from the Lord for you, and we pray that you be blessed. Do us a favor. Please click on that share button. Click on that share button because we want your friends, your family, everybody um, to hear this word today and truly be blessed. If you're just signing on, I welcome you. Thank you for being a part of this, this service. I just want to let you know that those who will be participating in this service with me, um, we have our own um, president, Roger Bernard, who serves as the president of the Central States Conference. We also have Elder Lee Carroll, who is our stewardship director. We also have Ms. Beverly Stuart Anderson, who serves as, as our, min our music um, uh, um, ministry leader. Also, we have um, Stuart Stiles, who's one of our praise team leaders. And also uh, we have Elder Harris, who is our head elder. And I'm so glad that they are uh, uh, serving alongside me today. Truly, you're gonna be blessed in ministry um, by my friend, uh, Mr. Stuart, Mr. Stuart Stiles. We're glad that he is, he is with us. And, and he is an amazing singer coming right out of St. Louis, straight out of St. Louis. And we're glad that he, he is here um, with us today. And he is going to come in his own way and minister to us at this time. Be blessed. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love. With Jesus is the best thing I've ever, ever done. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Yeah, falling in love. With Jesus is the best thing I've ever, ever done. Thank you, Jesus. In your arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. Oh, in his arms. I feel protected, and there's no place I'd rather, rather be. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. 
I love you, Lord, I love you on today because you cared for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. Lord, I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Do I have anybody that loves them on here? Oh, I love you. I love you. Lord, I love you on today. Oh, because you cared for me. In such a special way, that's why I praise you. Lord, I lift you up and I magnify your name. Thank you, Jesus. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Thank you, Lord. My heart, my mind, Lord, my soul belongs to you. Jesus, you paid the price for me way back on Calvary. That's why I praise you. Lord, I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. I just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. I just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. And I just want to say that I love you more than anything. Oh, I just want to say that I love you more than anything. Thank you, Father. I just want to say that I love you more than Wow. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your ministry, uh, Minister Stuart Styles. Truly, um, we, we know that the power of the Lord is upon your life. You are an educator. Just unmute your phone just for a second. You are an educator. And we know that we're dealing with this global um, pandemic. Um, how are you handling all of this, especially with your students? What's going on? Um, well, um, I well we've been handling it very well. Um, like I said, you know, use of technology is an awesome thing. Um, even in um, this what they call the coronavirus. Uh, even like I told you before, we went on live. Um, I'm I'm still blessed to still have a job. Still blessed to have income. Um, I'm very aware that people have lost their jobs, but I thank God that um, God has still covered me and I'm still having an income. And even now. Um, like my school district asked me to do some projects to where I'm even making more money. So that's just showing the hand of God that's on um, on my life and on the children of God's life. So he'll keep you um, in any situation, even though there's a pandemic, God is still a keeper. And I'm just thankful to God. Amen. Amen. Um, you have a, a single out there. Tell us about that single. 
<laughs> yeah, I have a, a single and an EP. Uh, so uh, you are welcome, and you are welcome live. Uh, you are welcome live is my single. We did that as a live recording in Chicago, and we also have an EP out um, called "The Sound of Victory: Stuart Styles and Divinity." Go out and get it. It's on all digital outlets: um, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Amazon Music. Wherever there's music that you can download it, it's on there. So, um, I mean, most of you are on your phones anyway. Just after you get done with this, click over and just go ahead and download and then press play. Amen, amen. Well, those who are watching the service, please, please share the love. Please um, just text. But we want to hear from you. What's going on? How? How's your week? You know, tell us about how your week is going, you know, and as we look at this pandemic, I want to I want to find out from you all, you know, when we look at this pan pandemic, how do you find hope and 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 resilience um, during this COVID-19 pandemic, finding hope and resilience during this COVID-19 pandemic? Um, you know, while the COVID-19 pandemic is impacting our daily routines with changes here in the US and around the globe, such as, you know, you have self-isolation, you know, quarantine and social distancing. It's confident to know that amid the uncertainty, there are still moments of strength and hope that showcase the resilience or grit that people share in times like these that will help us get through this together. You know, God is God is so good. You know, one psychiatrist um, says that, you know, people are reaching out more and more either by telephone, social media, or video, video calling due to a need of support, connection, and hope during this difficult time. And it, truly, it is a difficult time. The Bible lets us know that we're living in perilous times. And, and I believe over 400 people died yesterday from this, this deadly virus. And, you know, uh, when we look at this, we must give God some thanks. Come on, somebody. We must give God some thanks. Aren't you glad that the Lord has brought you safely through another week? I don't know about you. I, I don't know how your week uh, was, was like, but aren't you glad that you made it through? You made it safely through another week. The psalmist says there in Psalm chapter 103, verse 2, with all my heart, I praise the Lord. I will never forget how kind he has been. And so right now we want to hear from you. I'm so glad to see some of our members, those online, Teresa, we're glad to see you. Sister Eleanor Stort, Angela Graydon, Isaac Williams. Just want to say happy Sabbath to everyone that's here. Um, but just share um, how grateful you are. What are you thankful for? Very quickly, what are you thankful for? I want to see some of your posts. What are you thankful for? Those who are on our prayer line, you can you can do the same. You can you can talk now. And what are you thankful for? But I'm going to give a shout out to those who are online. If I can see it, if you want to text me, what are you thankful for? We have so much um, to be grateful for. Well, uh, while y'all are doing that, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, um, uh, Elder Bernard, come online. Just come online. Uh, Elder Bernard is our president. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Amen. What are you thankful for, Elder, as, as a Amen. father? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Listen, I'm so glad and thankful, man. I have all my girls home with me, man. 
you know, you take it for granted, especially when they're all the way, way at school and uh, when they're able to be here in the house together and for the little things that uh, you don't really recognize as such a blessing to you, like uh, family worship together and singing together and eating, sitting down at the Thank you. Now you better use that check wisely now. Hello. Hello. You know, what is debt? Doing everything but tithing. That's debt. All right. Doing everything but tithing. You want to make sure you are responsible um, with the funds that you are receiving. Make sure you take care of your family, take care of any um, bills, but also make sure you return an offering to the Lord. Who says amen? Yes, Lord. I see um, someone else. She writes, I'm thankful for being so connected in God and not given into the spirit of fear but being directed by the spirit, um, stored stars. Yes, praise the Lord, being connected um, to, to the spirit of God. Well, we wanna enter a time of prayer and I'm so happy that we have our head elder, my friend, uh, great mentor, uh, Elder Paul Harris. And you know, when you look at our crisis that we're in, um, you know, many people are dealing with depression, feeling hopeless. Um, many people, they can't connect with, with family and friends the way they would like to, especially in a physical way. And, and, you know, just this week, my children, along with my wife and her mother, they had to just visit, um, you know, her grandmother and then her mother um, just through a, a glass because she's in a, in a rehab center. And, you know, that's hard. That's hard uh, for, for hundreds of families who are going through this um, due to this virus. 
But we want to pray for God's peace. We want to pray for God's comfort. Perhaps you have a prayer request, those who are on, on Facebook. Um, I see my baby girl. She says she's thankful for her daddy being at home. Yes, that's a blessing. Daddy's at home. Amen. But do you have a prayer request? Those who have a prayer request, you're on Facebook. And we know those who are on our prayer line, um, we, we, we're praying for everybody. But just, just tell us right now, what do you need God to do as Elder Paul Harris gets ready um, to, to pray for our nation and pray for your home? What do you need God to do? What do you need God to do? I'm looking at some of the comments as you are preparing. What do you need God to do? Just text it, type it in right now, and we are praying. So Elder Harris, um, just go ahead and, and let's, let's pray. Um, for our nation. <clears throat> Father God, Lord, we're so grateful. We're so thankful, Lord, that we can call you Father, realizing, Lord, that we are your dear children. Now, Lord, you know what's going on, Lord, through this nation, through this world, Lord Jesus. We've been suffering with the plague, Lord, that's covering every household, every family, Lord Jesus. But we're pleading the blood of Jesus upon us right now. Lord, we're applying the blood, Lord, on the doorpost of our hearts, Lord, that the destroying plague will pass over our homes, Lord Jesus. Lord, we're praying for those, Father, who have lost jobs, those who have been laid off, those who have suffered loss, Lord Jesus. We pray that you will provide the increase, Lord. As David said, I will look unto the hills from which cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord. Father, we pray, Lord Jesus, that those that have lost loved ones, even through this coronavirus, that you will touch their hearts, Lord. Draw them close to your bosom, Lord, knowing that all things are still working together for the good of those that love you, those things that are called according to your purpose. Now, Father, we just pray as the request come, comes in, Lord, that you will meet every need according to your divine plan and purpose in their life, Lord. We pray, Lord, as we petition your throne, Lord, that you will uh, let us not go through this time, Lord, as a, a, a regular time, Lord, but let this be a shaking, Lord. Let this uh, arrest our consciences, Lord, to know that it's time to make our calling and election sure. It's time to stop playing church, Lord, but it's time to be serious about our salvation. So, Lord, all of those that are outside of the ark of safety, Lord, we pray that you would draw them with cords that cannot be broken. We pray, Lord, that everyone, Lord, will break loose the hold of the of sin, Lord Jesus. Break every encumbrance, Lord, those besetting sins, Lord. We pray that they will set aside the, the works of the flesh, Lord, and put on the robe of your righteousness, Lord. You said we can do all things. Uh, through you who strengthens us, Lord Jesus. Don't let us be discouraged, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, that as we look unto you from whence cometh our help, Lord Jesus, we know we can overcome all the ravages of sin, all the clouds of discouragement, Lord. We pray that you will break every chain that binds us, Lord Jesus. You said you came to set the captives free. So, Lord, today, Lord, we pray for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon your worshipers today. We're thankful for the electronics that we can still congregate together, Lord. But we're thankful for that unbroken chain, Lord, that prayer line that we can have with you at any time, Lord Jesus. We can call upon your name. As a matter of fact, you said before we call, you will answer. While we're yet speaking, you will hear. So, Lord, we pray now that you will 
pour into Pastor Bernard as he breaks the bread of life today, Lord. Speak through him mightily, Lord Jesus. Let him pour into us, Lord Jesus, as break, bless him, Lord, as he leads this conference, Lord. Lead him in the path of righteousness, Lord. Let him see, hear your voice, Lord Jesus. We pray for our nation as a whole. We pray for our president, Lord Jesus. We pray for those that are around him, his advisors, Lord. Let them let him get advice from you, Lord. We know that you set up kings and you put them down. So, Lord, we pray that your sovereignty, Lord, will overrule, override any uh, uh, demonic decisions, Lord Jesus. We pray for those uh, members that are on the front line, those caretakers, Lord. We pray that you will provide the necessary protection, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. We just pray that you will inoculate them from those viruses, yes. Lord Jesus. We pray for those that are on ventilators right now, yes. Lord, hanging on in the shadow of death, Lord. We pray that you will breathe into their lungs, Lord, the breath of life, Lord Jesus. And we just pray, Lord, that we, when you come back, Lord, we will be found faithful, mm -hmm. Not because of anything we've done, Lord, but because of your righteousness, Lord, that we've claimed it in the name of Jesus. Hear our prayer. Amen. 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 What a powerful prayer. We thank you. We thank you for, for taking us to the throne room of God. We know that prayer still works. There's power in prayer. And we know that the enemy he hates when the children of God, when we are praying. Mark Finley, he writes there in his, in his book, um, Revive Us Again, that, man, when we are on our knees praying, when we are on our knees praying that, hey, the enemy, the enemy is so upset because he understands that we have more power than him and his evil angels when we are praying. So we, we, we encourage you, family, through the week, remember, Set up your house. It's a war room. Take it to the throne room of God. Pray about everything. And God will continue to give, give you hope during these times. My dear friends, we are getting ready. We're getting ready to plug into the word. And I'm so glad that um, we have our, our president, Pastor Roger Bernard. He is the father um, of two beautiful, beautiful daughters. And, and he serves as the president for the Central States Conference. And he's not only my boss, but a trusted friend and spiritual mentor. And I pray, I pray today that you are, you are encouraged um, by this word. But before he comes, we'll be blessed with a ministry in song from an amazing, I mean, amazing, beautiful singer um, from my friend. Miss Beverly Stewart Anderson, be blessed by her ministry. He's been faithful. And my heart had no 
Amen. Amen. Uh, certainly God is faithful. Glad to be with uh, Tabernacle Praise family this morning, uh, being able to bring the word. And thank you, Beverly, for that, that song. Because we need to know at these times that we're living in, especially now, that uh, God is faithful. There are many people questioning what's going on, what's happening, why are these things happening. Uh, sometimes you don't have all of the answers, but the one thing we do know is that God is faithful and he's faithful to each and every one of us. Thank you again, Beverly, for that presentation. And thank you uh, to our pastor, uh, Pastor Hunter, for this invitation to share with you this morning. Uh, this morning, I, I have a word, I believe, of encouragement and a word also of uh, warning and preparation for us to be ready. And so uh, I'm going to be looking at the book of Joshua this morning, uh, one of my favorite uh, books of the Bible, Joshua chapter five. And I want to read a couple of verses for you. And so if you are joining us via Facebook or whatever platform, whether you're on your phones or whatever platform you have, if you would just grab your Bibles where you are, you can use your phone, your tablet, your, your printed page, grab your Bibles, Joshua chapter five. I want to read, begin reading at verse 13. Here's what the word of the Lord says. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us? Or are you for our adversaries? So he said in verse 14, so he said, talking about this soldier, this warrior that Joshua has seen, no, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Verse 15 says, then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandals off your foot for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. <clears throat> Just for the next few moments, I want us to consider the topic undefeated, undefeated. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for your faithfulness to us. If you would share with us from your word, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Rocky Marciano uh, was an American professional boxer from 1947 to 1955. Uh, but there's one thing about Rocky Marciano that marks and stamps him for history, and that is, he is the only heavyweight champion to, re to retire undefeated. I mean, you know, boxing match after boxing match. And he goes down in history as never being beaten. We're told that Moses was now dead. And so Moses, uh, he is now dead and the people are no longer uh, mourning, well, maybe they are mourning, but they got to move on. And so God speaks to Joshua and says to him, it's time for you and the children of Israel to cross over and go into the land that I've promised to you. Uh, and I'm going to use you, Joshua, as my lead.
or how God is going to give them Jericho. But God has promised that he would. And so they make their way. Joshua does some things that I think are important for all of us uh, if we're going to be successful in anything on this earth, if we're going to be able to get through anything, go through anything, Joshua, we can learn some lessons from Joshua. Uh, and so the word says, uh, if we would look at our scripture reading, the Bible says in verse 13 of our text, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and he looked. Uh, and so I asked myself a question. I said, well, what, what does it mean when the text says Joshua uh, was by Jericho? What, what, why doesn't it say that all of the Israelites were with, with Joshua and they were by Jericho? Uh, and, and as I researched and studied, what I discovered was that the children of Israel were poised, waiting for Joshua's instruction. But before Joshua could give them instruction, the word says that Joshua went alone by himself. He could see Jericho in the distance, but he was by himself. And if you were to read some of uh, what Ellen White has to say, she said he was there. He was doing two things. He was meditating and he was praying. He was getting ready for this battle. He was getting ready for this war. But before he could lead anybody, he had to make sure that he spent some time in meditation and that he spent some time in prayer. Now, when you think about the word meditation, uh, we are literally talking about he spent time considering the task that was before him. He spent time remembering the great victories that God had already given them in the past under the leadership of Moses. He's, he remembered how God took care of their food for them every morning, how God made sure that they had enough to eat, how God made sure that their clothes never wore out, how God kept their enemies from around them. He, he made sure that he, he thought about all of the great things that God had done in his life. And as a result of that, it caused him to begin to pray and begin to ask for God's protection and begin to ask for God's leadership and begin to ask for God to give direction as they were about to undertake the task of going against Jericho, the big fortified city. People not quite knowing how it's going to happen, but knowing that it will happen. He spent time thinking and considering what God had done in the past and praying and asking God to do something in the present. And I want you to know that many of us are, are very concerned about what's going on in our world today. We can't understand why this virus is sweeping through the land like it is. But let me share with you that I, I would share with you to do what Joshua did. Number one, spend some time thinking about how God has worked mightily in your behalf over the years. There's some things that God did for you, and you know that only it was only God that did it. Spend time remembering how God has gotten you through the difficult moments in your life. Spend time remembering how when you called on the name of the Lord, he responded, and you know that it came from God because it could be no one else that did it. Spend some time thinking about how God has delivered in the past. Don't focus all your time thinking about how many more people are getting the virus. Spend some time thinking on how God has already delivered, and that will help you to realize that God can deliver also in the presence. But also what he did was pray. And I want to share with you that there are not enough of us praying. We're putting our, our dependence on masks that we wrap around our faces. We're putting our dependence on just self-isolating and we're putting our, and all of those things we should be doing, washing our hands and all those things. But we need to make sure we are putting our faith in the power and the presence of our God, which means we got to spend some time talking to him. We got to spend some time asking God who we know has the power 
to make sure that he wipes this thing out, that he takes this thing away from us, and that he gives us as a people a great testimony for how God does still hear and respond to his people. Joshua spent some time thinking about the successes that God had already given them, and he spent some time making sure that he prayed. But I want you to all, I want to call your attention also to something that sometimes we can read the story and we can miss. The word says Joshua looks up and he sees. Now, this is very important. Uh, he looks up and he sees a commander, some kind of soldier, sword drawn in battle gear. That's good stuff. Now, don't, don't, don't miss out on this. As he prays, as he's meditating, as he's focusing on what God has done, he's calling on God's name in prayer. All of a sudden, he sees this warrior, sword drawn. I mean, I'm getting happy right now, you all. Sword drawn in battle gear. And Joshua, uh, it, it's obvious at first, Joshua doesn't know who he's dealing with. Maybe it's a spy coming from Jericho that walked up on Joshua while he was praying. But Joshua said, Joshua goes to him and said, hey, wait a minute. Are you for us, the people of God, or are you for our enemies? And I love what's said next. You, you saw it there in verse 13. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposed him, opposite him, with his sword drawn in hand. And Joshua went to him and said, are you for us or for the adversaries? He said, no, I'm not for any of that, but I'm, I'm the commander of the armies of the Lord. And Joshua fell on the ground in worship. Now, now you all got to get this. Don't miss this. As they're about to go to war, thinking that they were going to have to draw swords themselves, thinking that they were going to have to go and charge this city. They tried to find the on the walls and all that. As they're, as they're getting ready for that, the commander of the army shows up. Now don't miss this. Now we know that this is not Gabriel. Some people wondered, is this Gabriel? Is this one of the, one of the heavenly uh, soldiers, one of the heavenly angels? Uh, no, but this is, we believe that this is the Lord and we believe it's the Lord for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, when Joshua, uh, when Joshua recognizes who this being is, he falls down and begin to worship. Now, we remember in the book of Daniel, when Daniel fell down, and uh, it seemed like he was about to worship the angel. Gabriel was giving him uh, answers to his prayers. The angel was like, ah, no, 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 don't pray to me. Get up. I'm one of the servants of the Most High. But this being accepts the worship of Joshua. Not only that, but the word says, when you continue reading in verse 15, the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals, take your sandals off your foot for the place where you're standing is holy ground. This is the same language in Exodus chapter three, when Moses went to the burning bush and the Lord said, take off your sandals, your shoes for this ground you're standing is holy ground. So we know that this is just not an angel, but this is the Lord himself. Isn't it comforting yes, to know yes, that when you're about to go into battle, the Lord stands prepared to fight for you with sword drawn. I mean, it's got to be 
an awesome sight. I want you to know something today. Everybody might be worried about what Corona is doing. And, and yes, we should, we should have our concerns so that, it, as I said before, so that we're protecting ourselves. But you got to know that for the people of God who are spending time in prayer, who are spending time in meditation, focusing on God's great victories, who are calling for the spirit of God to intervene in our lives, we have a warrior who stands poised to fight. And I want you to know something. Get this, get this. Don't miss this. If you never missed any, if you miss anything else, I said, don't miss this. Preach, preach. This warrior, Jesus, has never been defeated. He's undefeated. We yes. talked about Rocky Marciano, but he's never been defeated. How do we know that? We're told that when Lucifer got too big with britches in heaven, he went to war with the Lord and the Lord kicked him out. We're told that when he tried to uh, make sure that Adam and Eve never was, were able to be saved again, the Lord came down and put in place the plan of salvation. And we are told that uh, when Jesus came to this earth as a child, we are told uh, that, that, that the devil met him in the wilderness and, and, and he still couldn't have become God, even though he has not eaten and has not really had much sleep and didn't have a whole lot to drink and a lot of rest. He still couldn't over, overcome our Savior in his weakest state. We are told that uh, when Jesus died for our sins, that, that the, the devil convinced the leaders of the time to put a big stone by the entrance of the tomb, trying to defeat Jesus and keep him in the grave. But not even a stone can keep him in the grave. He resurrected on, and he went to heaven. And we are told that one day he's coming back. Revelation tells us that when he comes back, that the devil, who deceived this world will be cast into a lake of fire or burning uh -huh. fire and brimstone and he and his angels will be destroyed. I'm telling you, we serve a savior who is undefeated and he can defeat the coronavirus. Yes. He can overcome any illness or sickness. He can help people who may have gotten this disease to be, to be cleansed of it because we serve a Lord who is undefeated and yes. he's on our side. Israel didn't have to go into battle by themselves. There were warriors who were unseen, led by the general of heaven, that were ready, poised, standing at the side of his people to fight. I don't know about knowing that our Lord will come to our aid. And that lets us know you all. He told us in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, you all know it. I will never. That's right. I'm waiting on you. I'm pausing because I'm waiting on you all to say it with me. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Isn't that wonderful to know? In these times of difficulty, in these times of stress, in these times when people don't know what's going on, God has promised his people that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So that when you come in contact with people who really don't know God and the pardoning of their sins, when they really can't figure out what's going on, you tell them that there is a God sword drawn who has never lost a battle. He's undefeated and he has promised that he will always be with us. No matter what we're experiencing, no matter what we're going through, no matter what comes upon us, he will be at our side and he will fight for us. I'm thankful that I have a, I serve a God who will fight for us. And you know what, everyone? God is consistent. He, he's consistent with his promises. What he's done for us in the past, that's only just a smidgen of what he can do for us in our present and what he can do for us in our future. So we got to hang in there and we got to hold on to God and we got to not get not succumb to doubt. We got to not succumb to the pressures of this world. We got to know that God can get us through this. That's why that's why we can still be faithful with our tithe and offering 
at even in times like this, because we have a savior who has sword drawn standing there to protect his people, to get us through the difficulties, to get stimulus packages passed so that we can get a little extra funds. We have a God who's on our side. He's not against us. And I want you to hang in there. But, but can I give you just a, a word of caution? We are looking for deliverance from places like, uh, from viruses and pandemics like Corona. And we are praying. I, you know, I've, I've heard more people pray than I've ever before for the Lord to come and save his people, to give us something better, to give us heaven, to give us a place where we never get old and we won't have diseases anymore and we won't lose our loved ones anymore. And I'm hearing more, aren't you, aren't you hearing more and more people praying and asking God to do these things. But I've discovered that folk really don't want to go through what it's going to take for the Lord to come. I'm going to let that seep in a little bit. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 tells us that before our Savior comes, there's going to be a time of trouble that this world has never experienced before. I mean, you think Corona is bad, and, and Corona is. It's, it's sweeping worldwide. But that can't compare with what's going to come on the people of God in what I believe is the near future. There will be a time of trouble that this world has never seen before. And so while we're praying for God to come, do we realize that there's some things that we're going to have to go through? Do we realize that there are going to be some troubles that the world has never experienced before? greater than the Spanish Inquisition, greater than Christians who were burned at the stake for their beliefs in Christ, for their desire to follow him uh, as his word leads. There are going to be some things that are going to happen before Christ comes that this world has never experienced before. And unless the people of God are preparing themselves to stand in times of difficulty, unflinching, unclearly determined that we're going to stand no matter what, then we're not going to be able to survive when that time comes. But there's great news. And even when you go through those times, we have warriors that will stand with God's people, sword drawn while the Holy Spirit will be withdrawn from this earth. God's presence will never leave his people. We have Unseen warriors, unseen soldiers, ready to take down walls of depression, ready to take down walls of disease, ready to take down walls of persecution that stands with swords drawn, ready to defend God's people. I'm praying that God will get us through this pandemic that we're facing. More than that, I'm praying for God to get us through the time of trouble that we will experience. More than that, I'm praying that we can live forever in heaven with God, where we won't ever have to experience these things ever again. But I want you to remember today that we serve a God who has never been defeated in the face of disease sweeping across the world. It seems like he's defeated, but he, come, he, he has this knack of bouncing back. When he was laid in that tomb, it seemed like he was defeated, but he rose. He has never been defeated. He will go down in history as the heavyweight champion of the world. 
King of kings and Lord of lords. He will go down in the world as the God who loved his people so much. They allow scars to be held in his hands and in his feet, pierced in the side, wounds on his head. He will go down in history as the greater lover, the greatest lover that the world has ever known. He's undefeated. And he can get us through Corona because he's undefeated. He can get us through the financial downward turn of the market, lost jobs, loss of jobs, because he's never been defeated. And I believe that God will do for his people again what he has always done in the past. Spend some time in prayer. Spend time, some time thinking about what God has done for us. Spend some time remembering that he stands poised at our side to fight with us, with all of the heavenly host. Remember that God is consistent. Remember that he has promised that he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And guess what? It'll get us through this difficult time that we're facing right now. I'm excited to see what God will do and how God will bring us through this critical time that we're in. But I trust him, even when I don't know what's going to happen. I have faith in him, even uh, uh, I have faith in him because he's done so many things for us in the past. He is our God. He loves us and he will be there for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're thankful that you're undefeated. We're thankful that you have never lost a case. You've never lost a battle. We're thankful that you will show yourself strong at these difficult times that we're living in. Let us remember all of what you've done for us in the past. Let us remember that you love us and that you're right now preparing a place for us where we won't ever experience these things again. Help us to be ready for what will happen to this world and help us to be determined that we will live and love you no matter what transpires. For we ask these things in the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. We, we praise the Lord for that, that word. We praise the Lord um, for, for that word today. Um, Elder Bernard, we, we thank you for speaking um, to the people um, today. And we, we appreciate such a timely, such a timely um, um, message. And at this time, we, we want to make sure that, you know, someone really, if you, if you were blessed by this, if you were blessed by this word, uh, just type in that box. Um, I accept the word. I accept the word today. I accept the word today. That word um, spoke to me today. Make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Make Jesus the one who is the head of your life. Put him first. This world that we live in is not our final home. Make heaven um, your final home. But you have to be in a saving relationship with the Lord. And I see many people are posting now online. You have, you, you have accepted this word. And those who are on our prayer line, uh, we pray that you stay connected to your commander and chief, Jesus Christ. He is in your corner. He is our champion. With him, we always win. We never lose. Elder Lee is our stewardship director. Before you sign off, um, he's going to give us a, a, a quick report and let us know how we continue to be a blessing during these, these times that we're in. Good morning.
and no love you um, from from the bottom of my heart Christina Hunter uh, my wife 
and also all of my children. Uh, we, we, we had a blast being, being your leaders and, and just serving you. Um, you're being very supportive. Um, you're being so loving, so caring. Um, and I, I appreciate each of you. And please know that you are um, in our prayers and our thoughts, and we will continue to um, support in any way. And once this is died down, we're going to come back for our farewell Sabbath so we can be able to embrace one, one another. But until then, until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face um, to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. God bless you.